Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Declare Victory. I'm your announcer, Timothy Alexander-White. Today is Wait While You Wait Wednesday. It's our set day to fast. Now, we know that some things come by prayer and fasting. So if you feel compelled to do so, please join us in pushing back your plate. If you're on medication, please consult your doctor prior to fasting. If you're unable to fast from food, any self-sacrifice will do. Now, we suggest no idle chatter, social sites, sweets, or treats. And make sure you take time to meditate and pray. Now, we fast from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So make sure to join us for our power prayer session at 5 p.m. Today, you'll hear the sound of Dion, the radical midwife, the servant, the visionary, coach, as she clarifies the need of intercession with realistic and relatable views. Be prepared to take notes as she shares. Now, remember, you can submit prayer requests, praise reports on our Declare Victory app or website at declarevictory.org. Just go to your Google Play Store or Apple iTunes to download the app today. Please stay on the line after the mid-call greeting for the Love, Life, and Victory conversation where we apply the Word of God to practical living. We're not a church. We're born-again believers that know miracles happen when we pray. We believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost and the operation of the gifts by the power of God. We are so glad you could join us. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the sound. You are now in the hands of your host for the day as I pass the call. Great morning. My name is Dion Jackson. They call me the Radical Midwife. And I wanted to invite you personally to join us for morning prayer, 6 a.m., Monday through Saturday. You won't be disappointed. We look forward to watching you grow. God bless. As I look back over my life, I can see. Even though I've done wrong, you never left me alone. But you forgave me, and you kept on blessing. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. It is because of your mercy that we are not consumed. Because I Well, it's Wednesday, y'all. My favorite day of the week. It is first and foremost, again, the day that we have set aside for fasting. And I love fasting because I know that I cannot live um, without surrendering and submitting some of the things that I would normally do without doing so. And so I want to invite you um, to join us. As we begin to surrender and submit our desires unto the Most High God, that He would bring us clarity and truth um, through through the power of His Spirit. Amen. Amen. And I'm excited because I understand that there are certain things that just kind of are. 
uh, certain realities that we have to um, conclude. And this morning on Declare Victory, right here at freedomradio.com. Listen, we're going to get into it. Now, as you know, Monday through Saturday, we're here. But on the radio, we're here Monday through Friday. But you're always welcome to join us, 707 605 you can also find us on the web, declarevictory.org. Follow us on social media, Declare Victory. And in some cases, I declare victory now. So again, we thank you so much for joining us and pray that something is said today that empowers you, that encourages and inspires you um, just to begin to walk into the things that God has already predestined you for. So give me just a second and we'll see what everybody else on the line is doing as we begin to walk into the truth of God's word. Today's topic, it is written. Thank you, Valuable. Happy Wednesday to everyone again. Um, I thank God for you, Val, for always doing an amazing job. I appreciate you. Um, Good morning, everyone. And thank you again for joining us this morning uh, as we begin to walk through, uh, as my friend Pat would say, tip toe through the pages of the word, uh, my friend, Pastor Patrick Foster. Um, I'm honored to be able to to hang out with you guys this morning. Uh, As always, if you know nothing else, um, I absolutely love this thing that uh, we join together to do each day, and that is um, study the word of God together. Amen. Man, today I won't be, uh, as as they say in the the good old traditional church, I won't be before you long. Um, but there is a word from the Lord this morning, and I'm honored to be able to share. Hopefully, you guys can hear me okay. Can I get a holler back just to be sure? Holla. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Amen. Um, so. This morning's share, um, it'll it'll be pretty simple, but uh, very matter-of-fact simultaneously. You guys know that, if nothing else, I, I love how God gives me the word because of how my, my little old mind works. You guys know I'm, I'm a little hood, a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll, all of the stuff at the same time. And it's almost as if God does it just for me and prayerfully. Um, through the course of this share, 
it will empower you to see some things a little bit differently. Um, right before I get ready to share, let me pray really quickly. Most gracious and heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for yet another opportunity to tell you, God, you're matchless. Um, you are above and beyond any expectation we could even possess. And I thank you for choosing us to wake up this morning and making the decision that we have yet one more opportunity to get this thing called life right. I thank you this morning that, as in Isaiah 58, you said we're standing under an open heaven. Your word also declares that let he who lacks wisdom ask, and it shall freely be given unto him. And so this morning, God, we ask for wisdom. We ask for understanding. We ask, oh God, that you would begin to teach us your will and your way for our lives. Remind us through the word of God that we are your righteousness. Remind us, oh God, that we have the opportunity to call upon the name of the Lord. For you said that he who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so, God, we ask that you save us this morning from ourselves. Save us from our stinking thinking. Save us from our uh, mediocre mindsets, God, and our traditional patterns and ritualistic ideas. But move us into the truth of your word so that we might live the abundant life that you called for us to live. So, God, this morning, I thank you in advance for um, touching hearts and minds and moving through the power of your word into completion. For you said that he who began a great work in us shall perform it until the day of Christ Jesus. And so, God, I thank you in advance that you're doing so right now. It's in the matchless name of Jesus we declare and we decree it done. Amen. And God, I bless you. Amen. Um, so, you know, if you know nothing else, I'm probably going to um, refer to several different scriptures. Um, but I'm going to begin with one in particular. Um, if you remember when Jesus um, separated himself and and went right up before he was about to go to Calvary's cross, he went and separated himself and the word says that the tempter came and said, if you would just throw down uh, your will, your words, your idea, I'm paraphrasing, guys, um, and worship me, you can have everything you see. And uh, then he came to him a second time and said, um, if you be the Christ turn this stone into bread. And Jesus's response was, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And as I am learning and growing and beginning to understand that the Holy Spirit teaches us all things, he enlightens us in every area, if in fact we are open to the truth of God's word in such a way that we are willing to release our ideas, willing to let go of our thought process and our mindset, willing um, to kill stuff. And that's, I'm talking about habits and uh, routines and things that we know are not best for us. If we're willing to let those things go, that not only is Jesus faithful 
to give us new ways, new methods, even even new people surrounding us as um, a means of giving us people that are examples or people that help us to see things better or more clearly, people that hold us accountable, people that um, remind us of the truth of God's word, not just with their words, but with their lifestyle. So I'm very grateful um, that we don't have to live off of the things that we see. We don't have to live based on our appetites. We don't have to live based on our carnal desire um, to be a thing, to see a thing, to do a thing. Um, but really, when you entrench yourself in the word of God, there are certain things that begin to um open up the eyes of your understanding and transition you from that mediocre thought process, from that average idea, from that forgettable identity into uh, every single thing that God promised us in his word, knowing that we are the righteousness of God, knowing that we are um, his workmanship, knowing that he chose us for this particular dispensation to operate in this realm to the fullest of our capacity. Um, Romans 1 and 17 says, for in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. That's in this word. A righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Let me see what translation is that? I don't think I want that. Let me see. Sorry, guys, let me read it in the message. And then I think I'm going to read it also in the living. Um, as I began to study last night, I, um, well, last night, yesterday, whatever. Um, I, I was, I was really thinking about what did it take for me to move from religious ideas and identity um, religious mindset and concepts from just showing up. Uh, what made the difference for me? Let me read this real quick in um, the Message Bible. Again, that's Romans 1 and 17. It says, it's news I'm most proud to proclaim. This extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts in him starting with the Jews and then right on to everyone else. God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith, confirming what scripture has said all along. The person is right standing before God by trusting him really lives. The person that is in right standing before God by trusting him really lives anybody other than me really want to live like I just want to live I don't I don't want to survive I don't want to go along to get along I don't want to barely make it I want to live right and so um again trying to understand how to get from my old methods of thinking my old ways of doing things my old habits um the the, the thing that my appetites fuel uh the, the natural appetites 
based on habitat and experience and exposure, based on the things that I watched other people do. And I was having a conversation with a really good friend of mine the other day, and we were just talking about how as a result of what we are all exposed to on a constant base, we have a tendency to become copycats of what we're exposed to. We live a life full of mimicking in an effort to get to um, our own understanding. It's not intentional, I don't believe. I think it's just what we've experienced. Experience and exposure dictate multiple things, right? Experience and exposure will begin to walk us into things that may not even be for us, experience and exposure um, to our authority figures, those that tell us how we're supposed to live or give us methods of doing things that may not necessarily be the best fitting for the journey that God has us on. As I begin to sort uh, through those things, I, I mentioned yesterday uh, having experienced uh, playing church until something happened. And, and the reality is that most people um, without having had a, a, a life-altering experience with God, you just kind of do that naturally. Unless, of course, you start to lean toward walking through the Word of God and God begins to give revelation and insight, revelation knowledge, the knowledge that changes certain things. And so I, I started to think about the fact that it is written. There are so many things in this will. I talked about that a couple of uh, a couple of weeks or maybe a month or so ago. This word has promises and um, agreements, and it tells us and explains to us, expounds upon, and then goes in the trenches of our hearts um, with truth that then begins to change our appetites. I love how Jesus was able to tell the enemy and uh, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It's like he said, no different than we'll say it is written. He said, check this out. So I want to give you that power phrase. That's my favorite. If, if you ever um, experience when I'm really, really about to say something in my mind, <laughs> if I say, check this out, <clears throat> excuse me, if I say, check this out, I really, really mean it. And I can imagine Jesus saying to the enemy, check, check this out. I'm not moved by my appetite. I'm not moved by what you threaten me with. I'm not moved by your idea or ideals. That's Matthew, uh, the fourth chapter, the fourth verse. But he answered and said, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It is also in Luke 4 and 4. And Jesus answered, saying to him, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And so 
I have learned how to, when the enemy comes in and he's going to come, he's going to try you, he's going to approach you, how do you combat your own desires? Right? Because right before this, of course, Jesus was hungry. The enemy knows where you are in a moment. He knows when you're struggling. He knows when you are most vulnerable. But there's something that happens when you get to check this out in your spirit. We get to a point where some of the things that we used to do just won't work. Right? Have you ever felt like you are too far in to kingdom living to go back, but still a distance from what you know is written? Still a distance from the promises of God that we know are yes and amen. You ever felt like you were almost in limbo? Like, like you could see what was up ahead, but you couldn't get there just yet. And then you fool around and you start looking behind you. See, because the, the enemy is, is crafty. His methods of tempting us are not with things that we're not interested in. Right? They're not with things that maybe just kind of sort of I might like. Right? He came at Jesus with something that, number one, his body requires. Right? Number two, he came at Jesus with the idea um, that, number one, you've been doing all these. He tried him on so many levels. <laughs> he tried, He just tried it, right? And so as I, as I thought about how the enemy tries us, um, when, he, when he comes in, when he, when he as, as the kids would say, the millennials would say, as he popped off, he began to just antagonistically attempt to get Jesus to be what he needed him to be. Isn't that just like a narcissist? Just narcissistic behaviors. What about me? It's all about me. And I wanted to give you guys something practical because the reality is that every single day that I live, and, and I'm, I'm telling you with my good love to study self, I love to study, right? I love to read just because I'm nosy. I like to know who shot John and what's what, right? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up a little bit, and then we'll go back to um, the Romans, and there are a couple of more scriptures. But I'm going to back up just a little bit, and I'm going to read this to you. And then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted, right? To be tempted by the devil. After fasting for 40 days and for 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the son of God, that's like, who are you? <laughs> Tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is is written now now he extra tried it because now you're gonna use what i said against me to try to play me based upon what you think i think i see he will command his angels concerning you right throw yourself down for it is written he will command 
his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Now the same thing he told them to eat now becomes his stumbling block. And Jesus answered him and said, it is also written, check this out, cuz, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Don't try me. <laughs> uh, again, the devil took him to a very high mountain. Now he took him up to different heights, right? So this is this is all in that that moment right before uh, everything was about to change and he knew it. Right. You ever felt like the enemy has brought something to you? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. I'll say this for for the single ladies. He ever introduced a whole demon. <laughs> right. And said, huh, here you go. Here you go, Dion. I know. Uh, listen, you you want some great medical benefits. There you go. <laughs> right. You like them at least six feet. Huh. There you go. Right here. Here's old boy with uh, Dion. Let's let's get this house. Here you go. House beautiful. I picked it perfectly. My garden would have been nice, but I'd have been watering it with my tears for knowing that even though it looked like a high place, I got tried. Right. And I could have bit, but guess what? It is written. Check this out, right? <laughs> Check this out. Not this time. Not only will I not play myself, but I'm going to let you know, I know the enemy just tried to play me and tempt me. So then it says, and again, the devil took him to a very high mountain. Now this time he took him up higher than he was before. At, at first he had him at the, the mediocre, the average, the forgettable level. Here you can have this stuff right here. <laughs> right? That, that's cute. But check this out, cuz. I'm not doing none of that. Right? And so it went on to say, uh, and he showed him all of the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. Everything that glitter is not gold. And this I will give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, check this out. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and then the angels came and attended to him. Even as I began to uh, process all of that information in that, that passage of Scripture that is super-duper detailed, everything about this particular passage, number one, it lets us know, then Jesus was led by the Spirit, into the wilderness to be tempted. And ironically, I also want you to associate this with the degrees of elevation that the enemy attempted to use. So at first he dealt with him in the regular earth realm level and he tempted him about his stomach. He tempted him with food. He tempted him uh, with the idea of meeting a natural physical need. But I want, I want us to recall that it says, and then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted, right? This was all God-authorized test, God-authorized trial, God-authorized and orchestrated process so that, number one, um, that, that Jesus would be clear, number one, about his mission, and, and we know that he was very clear about what he was sent to do. 
Number two, that Jesus would know that certain things are allowed for him to get to where he's going to that also increase his faith, that also exercise his ability to demonstrate his God and man uh, entity at simultaneously. He was God and man at the same time. Not only that, now mind you, he came at him after he had spent 40 days and 40 nights, and all we do is fast on Wednesdays, right? Um, but 40 days and 40 nights, so you can only imagine how hungry he was and how easy it could have been. And now mind you, he had done his 40 days. He was actually done. And he had the power to turn the stones into bread. That wasn't the question. He had already performed miracles, right? He had already become God. He had already let them know who he was on the slick. Now, the enemy knows what kind of power he has the ability to operate in, just like the enemy knows who you are, what you're great at, what you're called to, where you're going, why you're going there, when you're supposed to arrive. He knows the majority of that, right? He he watches us and he, he examines us. However, the spirit led him into the wilderness, right? Mind you, there's a wilderness before every temptation, right? There's a wilderness before every temptation. Have you ever been in a dark place and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, here comes what looks like rescue? Here comes what looks like a helping hand? The only issue is if your discernment is not keen, you can actually play yourself out of level next, right? And so again, right after that, Jesus responds and tells him, uh, check this out, go on somewhere. I'm going to eat when I get good and ready, but you don't tell me how to do this. And sometimes you have to tell people, listen, I hear you and all of that is good, I don't need you to tell me how to do this. Just like the spirit walked me into this, I trust the spirit of God to walk me out of it. And then he took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point in the temple. Now we went from the earth realm. Now we went to a building, right? Now we went to uh, some temporal things and that didn't work, right? And then right after that, he tried him with his own quote. Check this out. Somebody needs to mute for me, please. He he turned right around and told Jesus, now you check this out. <laughs> Isn't it just like the devil to take what God used as uh, what God gave you as an instrument and attempt to turn it around and use it on you like he's just, just a big goofball, right? He tried it. Once again, he tried it. And so in so doing, Jesus was like, yeah, 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 right? And then he told him what what God would do for him. You think, I don't know what my father is going to do for me? He, he's kept me all this time. Here I am, 30-something years old. I'm doing everything my father sent me to do. And now here you come telling me what, what my father sent me to do? Man, check this out. Have a seat. Several on the same couch right now you gonna tell me what the angels are equipped to do for me and they're employed by me are you kidding me you gonna offer me something that's already mine right 
And again, the devil took him. Now look, look at this, how he says to a very high mountain and showed him. Now he went from bread to a building. Now he going to show him nations. You know that good view where you see all of the city all around. You can see it from the north, the south, to the east and the west. So, so the enemy tells him here, you can have all of this stuff. How are you tempting me with what already belongs to me? Right? How are you trying me with what already is established is mine? Right? And so, again, I want to say this. As he said, all of this I'll give to you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Listen, there's nothing here that doesn't already belong to us. No level of success, no financial gain, um, no God-authorized relationship, no uh, strength in, in mind or in influence or in impact. Every single thing that you need is inside of you to win. Every single thing that you need is inside of you to move into greater, right? And it's good news, Romans 1 and 17. I'm going to read it again. It's news I'm most proud to proclaim. The extraordinary mes message of God and his powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts in him. It is written. Check this out. It's already here. It's the most uh, proud uh, news to proclaim. I'm, I'm extremely ecstatic to say this extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts in him starting with the Jews that's from the Ritter to the Tudor as my grandmother would say then right on to everyone else God's way of putting people of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith listen confirming what scripture says and has said all along the person is in right standing before God. It's already written that everything that you were designed to do will be done. It's already written that everything and every person, every circumstance that you're assigned to is already done. It's already written that um, you're going to overcome the addiction. It's already written that your marriage is going to survive. It's already written that you will overcome. It's already written that you will grow and become everything that God called you to be. The thing is, you got to believe it. Right. Jesus said with confidence, um, check this out. I already know what time it is. I, I know that I'm here for a process. Are you in the middle of a process of a test? Are you finding yourself in a situation where God is like, I want to give you some more, but I need to know that you understand what's already yours. I need to know that you understand that if I be for you, what is the entire world against you? I need you to know that the world can't offer you anything because it already belongs to you. I need you to get that you have access to any, every, and all things in the earth realm because I put you there to rule it, to have dominion, to run this thing. But you need to be able to say to the enemy when he comes in like a flood, check this out. It's written. 
I'm already, and I'm not saying it in an arrogant way, I'm already a bag of chips and then some because I am my father's child. I inherited all of this when I was born. Before I got here, this was mine. Before I was thought of, before I was a twinkle in my father's eye, this was mine. Once I made the decision that I not only wanted to walk in the truth of God's word, once I got the idea in my mind that I am my father's daughter, that I can do what he said I can do, that I can be what he said I could be, that I could overcome every obstacle, every single test. I have the authority. And look, he said to him, in uh, uh, Matthew, the fourth chapter and the third verse, he said, I mean, the 10th verse, he said, uh, away from me, man, check this out. Go on somewhere with that. <laughs> right. You got to try me differently now because I didn't fooled around and I believe God. I messed around and I understand that every single word that he said is the truth. Let God be true and every man be a liar. I slipped up and I got some confidence in what this word says about my future. I, I done messed around, honey, and that thing done got down in my bones. So when the enemy comes and he threatens me with some bread, which is only what I need for my body, like on Wednesdays, sometimes seem to me like everybody I know invites me to go eat on Wednesdays. I ain't going. I'm cool because it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God on Wednesdays, I make a conscious effort. Even if I don't get to get on the call, I make a conscious effort to tell the enemy gone somewhere. I need what I need from God and something to eat in this moment is not important to me. What's important to me is that I maintain the stance that I have on the truth of God's word that, listen, he came to save all of us from the Greek to the Gentile. He came to set the captives free. He came to even abolish the law of Moses. He came so that I wouldn't be bound by church and tradition and rules and regulations. I got on pants and my heart loves Jesus. I got my whole eyebrow pierced and my heart loves Jesus. And I'm 50 years old just about right but at the end of the day it is written and then he took him to the holy of holies and he showed him these houses and showed him uh, uh he was at the temple look check this out I don't care nothing about that microphone on that stage I will stand in food max and declare it is written hey yo check this out I got a God that loves me, that saved me, that sanctified me, that set me apart. And so it doesn't matter uh, what your church folks say. It doesn't matter uh, about y'all stage or, or y'all's platforms. I don't care nothing about that. I'm sitting in my bedroom at my desk with some headphones on and my microphone charged and ready to go. It might not be nobody on this phone, but let me tell you what I know. Check this out. It is written and every single thing that God has said, will say, will continue to say about who you are. It's already written in stone, y'all. All you got to do is believe. And if you fool around and grab a hold of the reality that every promise of God is yes and amen and that every truth that he spoke over your life and my life is a matter of fact, there's no guesswork to it. You don't have to think real hard. All you got to do is stand on the rock of Gibraltar. All you got to do is, as he told Peter, 
upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it and knowing that it means that yesterday it couldn't prevail the day after tomorrow it couldn't prevail going 90 going north it can't work. There's nothing that the enemy can do to change the truth of God's word about who you are. Your low self-esteem is nothing for God, right? Your financial crisis is nothing to God. But if uh, you would just take the time to get down on the inside of you, that if he be for you, what is the entire world against you? If you grasp the truth of God's word and when the tempter comes and when he tries you, you can say, man, bounce, get out of here. Bye-bye. I got stuff to do. I don't have time to be emotional. Now, if Jesus had been emotional about what it was that the enemy was trying him with, if he had let his sensory perceptors lead him as opposed to his head knowledge, what he understood with his mind and his heart, right? When he, what he understood in his spirit, man, right? He understood that he was the choice of his father. I came by to tell you this morning, you are your father's choice. The same father I have is the same father that loves you immensely. The same father that I have walks with me and he talks with me and he reminds me that not only does he know my name, but that he has a divine plan for my life. And guess what, y'all? It's written. It's written, it's etched in stone. There's nothing anyone can do. The only vice that stands between you and full operation in the truth of God's word, the only thing that stands in the way of you moving and doing and being and becoming every single thing that Jesus said is your thought process. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to prepare to pass the call to Sonia. Listen, something happened um, in that moment, right, where Jesus uh, began to share not only that he understood who he was and what he was called to, but then right after that, um, Jesus began to preach this, repent, for the kingdom of God has come near right? He started to preach repentance. And thereafter, he began um, to go and grab folks, grab his disciples, right? He began to, to go and travel and say, come on, come follow me. Come follow me. Come, come hang out with your boy. Let me show you how to do this thing because I'm going to need you to teach people how to do it. And right after he started to uh, uh, grab his disciples, right? This is when he called Simon and Andrew, right? Simon, Peter, and Andrew. And um, while, while they were fishing and, and declared to them that they would then become fishers of men. And then he fooled around and, and went and got James and John. And um, they too uh, were prepared to follow him. As soon as he began to gather his disciples, right after that, he was in Galilee and he's teaching and he's preaching and he's proclaiming the gospel. He starts to do miracles, right? He starts to go here, there, and everywhere 
and people were healed based upon his words and his recognition of who he was in that moment. There's going to come a time in the immediate future where Jesus is going to ask you, who am I to you? Do, do you know me? Do you recognize that it's me um, that allowed you to be in a situation um, where you're tempted? Do you know that as soon as you pass this test, we go into the next place? We go into the next level. As soon as you pass this test, everything that I promised you is going to begin to come to pass. Whatever that is, get that in your mind. And know that all you got to do is move out into the truth of God's word and stand on the fact that you can say to the enemy, check this out. There's already a plan in place, cuz. <laughs> There's nothing you can do to change the trajectory of my life. And I know I may have stumbled and I may have staggered and my faith may have appeared to be wavering, but I fooled around. I got it now. I, I got it now. Sometimes you got to open up your mouth and say, oh, I got it now. I got it, Jesus. Like, you, you're not going to ever change your mind? Nope. You mean everything that you whisper to me, the, the things that I'm, I'm scared to say because I'm worried about what somebody might think of what it is that I just spoke, you mean that's the truth? Mm-hmm. You mean those things that you show me in the middle of the night or during the course of my dreams or those moments where I can feel you so uh, vividly that it's almost as if I could reach out and touch you. You mean those promises that you gave me in the wee hours of the night, you're really going to do it? Because mm -hmm. guess what? It is written. So I, I just want to remind you to let the enemy know that it's written and that he doesn't have a right to make up stuff, to change your mind about the reality that you are uh, a royal priesthood, chosen generation. You are everything that God said you are. You can do everything that God said you can do. You are designed to think that the enemy could do to change, that you are great, that you are made in the image of our God, and that at the end of the day, we always win if we don't quit, as I pass the call to Sonia. It is written. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continue to be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. It is written, Lord, that we thank you that we are in your presence one more time. Lord God, we thank you, Lord, that it is written that we are joint heirs with you. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that we are the righteousness of God. Lord God, it is written that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Lord God, as we come before thy presence, oh God, we thank you for all those who are collectively on this phone call, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that your love abides and bounds in us, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you that we are your express creation, Lord God, whom you chose to breathe your breath of life in us, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you that we are victorious in you, my heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you that you have equipped us for this journey, Lord God. 
Lord God, we thank you that it is written that this is our exodus, my heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you that it is written where your grace is, it abounds even more. Lord God, we thank you for pouring out your water and oil in the new wine skins, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for this blood that covers and keeps us, my heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you, Lord, when you plug, when we plug into your power source, Lord God, that it is always on, my heavenly Father. As we come before your presence, oh God, we thank you that your mind is in us that was also in Christ Jesus. Lord God, we thank you, Lord, that nothing shall separate us from you as it is written. We thank you by your grace, you save us. We thank you for the decimating of every wall of fear, low self-esteem, abandonment, rejection. Lord God, we thank you for giving us a way out of no way, Lord God, for temptation comes before us, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for the comforter that is with us daily, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you for the breath of life in our body, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, I ask that you go into each and every household, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, and make everything right, Lord God, that it be pleasing and not eyesight, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, that where your grace and mercy are, Lord God, that we are always there within it, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you, you surround us and protect us from all things, Lord God. We thank you that as you, you pour out into us, Lord God, that we walk out what you have called us to be and do, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we bring before you, Lord God, those that have asked for prayer, my Heavenly Father. We thank you for um, the family of the Williams family, Lord God. We ask that you cover and keep them, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we come before you again on behalf of Barbara and her family, Lord God. We ask that you comfort them and keep them, Lord God. Lord God, we come before your presence with thanksgiving in our hearts, my Heavenly Father. We come before you, Lord God, with praise on our lips, my Heavenly Father. We thank you for the heartbeat that we have, oh God, because it comes from you, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, that you walk before us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you keep us on every side, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because you are God Almighty, Lord God. And as we take our phones off of you, Lord God, we give you praise this day, Lord God, for a day that we've never seen, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that you have equipped us for this journey to walk out the purpose and design in our lives, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, I thank you for everything that you have done, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we ask that you come in and step and worship with us, Lord God. Let your praise arise in us, O oh God. Let your love keep us, O oh God. Let your grace be around us, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, and as we continue to praise you and thank take you, our phones off of you, Lord God, we give you all that is due unto you, my Heavenly Father. Hallelujah, Lord God, because you are worthy of all, Lord God. Lord God we thank Hallelujah, God, we bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we with us, Lord, right now. 
as we drive into the world, as we turn our place and and Thank 
God. Hallelujah. 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 And it is so. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. 
Thank you, God. We just bless your name and we thank you for being amazing as always. And thank you for um, the truth of your word and that we don't have to rely on our own thought process, that we can trust and rest in your word, Jesus, that we can stand fast and see the salvation of the Lord. And know without a shadow of a doubt that we have a promise. We have a promise and we can rest in it and we can stand in it and we can stand and see the salvation of the Lord. God, we bless you. Hallelujah. We bless you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. And all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Listen, happy Wednesday once again. And um, just grateful, 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 grateful to God for another opportunity to bless his high name. For surely he is great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, somebody may not have had an opportunity to say good morning. Um, just want to say good morning to you. Anybody want to say, hey, questions, commentary, comments, anybody? Anybody want to say good morning? Hey, good morning. Good morning. This gl- good good morning. morning. Hallelujah. Bless his high name. God bless you, sister. I love you. Love you, family. Mm. It is written, and it is so. God bless you. I'm on mute. Amen. Amen. God bless you. This is written. It is. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Carla. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who's that? Monique, good morning, everybody. Hey, Mo, good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning, dear. Mona, too. Hi, good morning, guys. Hey, Mona, good morning. Good morning, it's April. Hey, Mayberry. Anybody else? Good morning, it's Natasha. Hey, Tosh. Good morning, it's Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Good morning. Anybody else? 
Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Hey, Dondria. It's Diane. Good morning. Hey, Lady D. Hey, sis. It's Didi. Hey, Demetriana. Is that it? Well, good morning, guys. Good morning, good morning. Um, Super, super happy to be here this morning. I'm just happy to be here. I don't have no voice, but I'm still happy to be here. I'm grateful to God for what he is doing in this season and excited about the reality that um, we're walking into something. Um, And God is opening up the eyes of our understanding.